Welcome to Chapter 3 of HealthSystemCIO.com's interview with James Wellman, CIO at Comanche County Memorial Hospital. In this segment, Wellman talks about why his team is willing to be a reference site, partnering with vendors and competing health systems to improve data sharing, and the professional epiphany that changed everything for him. Like you said, it was a similar situation with with EMC where you had to kind of sell them on it. And then, uh, you know, obviously it worked out pretty well, but I guess it's just a matter of trying to get these vendors to kind of think a little bit outside of, you know, what they usually do and say, you know, present your uh, your case to them. Yeah, and I think it's like if you've got a, a retailer, some of them can sell. They want to make the sales and their money in a lot of volume, and they don't have to make, you know, a year's profit on one sale. Others have a little bit different tax. So we looked at, you know, we sold the volume component to people and what they're doing. And frankly, you know, we're not above playing. This is part of what we're doing. You know, you can still make a profit here. It may not be the same profit you're going to make with Chevron, you know, in California, but uh, look at who we are and what we are and look at our mission. So, you know, like I said, these, these vendors have come in and there's been a change in the, I think in the culture in a lot of places, and they've embraced that a lot more. The heady days of the dot-com bubbles and some of the stuff that you saw then and living through that, you know, people learned and they matured and the processes matured and the people did. So I think some of them see a bigger picture in what they're doing, and, and that's kind of a nice component. And and like I say, the fact that we are willing to do the reference site and do the site visits and host people and do those types of things have, have helped set us out because that's, that's extra effort and work on our behalf. But we look at that as, you know, payoff for some of the other things that we're, benefits that we're getting from that as well. So right. if we get some of the newer technology because they want to show that off here, hey, more power to them. That, that works for us. That, that was the concept we sold, and uh, that's, that's what we're going to continue to do. Okay. It's pretty amazing how much, how much work needed to be done. And then there was also um, the, uh, the, the vendor-neutral ar- archive and image, image viewing sharing piece. And, um, <laughs> I mean, that was one when I came in, uh, we were trying to find where all the images were, and they were kind of scattered between modalities, different servers, backed up on different things, and Again, that was the outcome of a lack of continuity. The radiology department at the time thought we had two large storage devices down here, and they they were under the impression everything was stored here. And when I'm looking at it, I was like, nope. (laughs) So we had to change that and then bring all of that in. So now we've uh, embarked on a large vendor-neutral archive project with Merge. We did a six-month a selection process to look for different vendors and talk to them, brought a lot of people in, um, and they they kind of rose to the top. And again, it was that same concept. You know, they what we were selling, they were buying. Um, you know, here's what we're doing, here's who we are, here's what we represent. And they looked at the, the possibility and the reality of, of downstream um, opportunities with other partner hospitals that we have that we work with, and they've actually, you know, they've they've had cells, and and some of them even prior to us because of where we were headed, they reached out to other hospitals in the area, and they've since sold more product down here. And because we all work together, our ultimate goal will, hey, we've got some sharing utilization. This is what's best for the customer. You know, the right. patients, 
uh, will benefit from this in the long run because we'll be able to share that data much more efficiently, much quicker than we had in the past, and breaking down some of those barriers. And that meant we had to initiate some partnerships as well. So we have a partnership with a very large health system in Oklahoma City, um, Integris, and that's been a very good relationship for us. I mean, we're, we're not uh, totally oblivious to the fact of who they are and what they are, and they offer quite a bit. And in turn, they see that everything west of, of them is in our arena and that they can work with us. And so it's been a very uh, mutually beneficial partnership with them that will continue to you know, grow and expand. We can take advantage of some of their um, knowledge and some of the opportunities that they have and likewise, uh, you know, they, they benefit from some of the things that we do as well. So I'm actually setting up a, a standing meeting with their CIO to come in and so that we can talk about ideals and things going forward. So those are beneficial for us instead of being sequestered back here is that we get out and get involved. Right, and it's that, you know, it's taking that step to say, like, you know, we, we can work with these guys and not just see them as, you know, the, the, the big competitor. Right. And that was one of the things that was very refreshing to see and talking with some of them is, again, it's, uh, you know, what's best for the patient? Mm -hmm. The reality of it is, is you know, we're going to send, we are a full-service hospital. There's very little that we have to send away. Um, yeah. And part of what our, our component is, you know, we can provide the outstanding care here. You don't need to drive an hour and a half to, to the city to get that. But there are some specialties and certain things that it's just not reasonable for us to maintain here. So then we want to send those to somebody that we trust because we, they're our patients, they're our families. Might be my family, you know, you never know. So, yeah. And that's how we tell people is who, who do you want your, your father, your mother, your brother, sister, son, daughter, who do you want taking care of them? So, you know, we, we keep that in mind when we're doing these. And uh, I think that's been a big, big part of that. And then likewise, when the time is done and if their acuity changes and they're, they can bring them, send them back to us and we'll, you know, take our patient back and they're happier and healthier and then they can be closer to family here. So that's a, that's a really good component that we do. I think if you look in fear all the time, you'll find it. Mm -hmm. But if you're set up and you have a strong organization, then you, you don't have to worry about that. Okay. You mentioned before that uh, you were previously at University of Kentucky Healthcare, and, yes. and you were there for quite a while, right, in a number of different roles? 22 years, and I okay. literally started out as a, a temporary part-time desktop tech when such, such a thing wasn't that common. Yeah. I took a part-time job uh, kind of on a fluke. <laughs> um, I was in, I had, had gone back to, the, back to school uh, with a, a different career path in mind, <laughs> totally outside of the realm of anything with uh, IT, but took a job in the IT department and, uh, you know, thought it was interesting, kind of found a, a niche, and one thing led to another, and then the full-time position was created, and I started working at that, and then the desktops were just becoming more affordable and exploding, and then they were going everywhere. So it just kept growing and growing, and I kept working my way up through that. And suddenly I was a supervisor, then a manager, and then this, you know, 
part of a combination of the being in the right time or the right place at the right time mm-hmm. uh combined with you know i, I found a, a love for the for the job i mean people aren't kidding if you really enjoy it it's it's not the, it's not drudgery or work i mean i went home and and played with computers and it was fun to me and it was enjoyable and it was challenging so yeah. I went into that, and then along the lines, made a transition into full management, which is not an easy transition. I, I, I coached uh, sports for quite a, a period of time as well, and, and and I told people, and I said it's the same thing as saying that you know a great person who's you know really good in sports doesn't always mean they're going to be a good coach, right. and vice versa. So my initial integration into um, management uh, was challenging. I had uh, moved up really quickly and uh, because I was very successful with a lot of technical components and getting things done, but that doesn't always equate to being a good leader. And uh, I, I went up for a job it was it seemed like a natural succession. Everybody's like, oh, "Well, you'll move up again," and, and I didn't get that job. And fortunately, I had a really good CIO who recognized that I had potential, but that I needed some seasoning. So, you know, he allowed, allowed me to get over the initial hurt and shock of not getting the job, and that it went to appear. And you know, I took a couple of days and did that, and. Went back and talked to him, and, and uh, uh, you know, I look back, and, and I still have a, a very good relationship with him now, and, and uh, he was right. I was not the right person for the job at the time. Um, you know, this other person was better suited and deserved the job more than I did, and so rather than taking that and, and becoming negative about it, um, you know, I said, well, what can I do that the next time it's a very – apparent to anybody else that I should be that person I changed it so I had to do some soul searching and I reached out to my friends and my staff and the people that worked for me and did a, an assessment of me and, and I'm, it wasn't very pretty so oh, wow. um, you know I was uh, I, and I really looked at myself and, and, and honestly you know I would not have wanted to work for me and I said you know I don't, I don't like me very much suddenly so um, I, I just literally did a, a wholesale change. It was a professional epiphany that said I needed to, if I'm going to do this, I needed to do it. You know, I needed to trust the people who were working for me and put the smartest people that I could find, a lot smarter than me, and, and hire them. And uh, you know, I started changing that that mentality of how I approached things and how I thought of that, and uh, you know, and that in turn paid off and you know and, and paid off very well for me because you know I, I got more opportunities and then got the opportunity to be where I am right now you know I had to leave the university because obviously you know even though I was there for 22 years that I wanted to make that next step and again uh, part of that was uh, of some very good mentors along the way who took the time and who encouraged me and my old CIO one time told me, he said, "Would well, you ever want to be a CIO?" And I said, "No, I don't. I don't think I'm cut out for that." And you know, and he just he's you know like shame on you. And he said, "Why not?" And he said, "You know," and, and he really 
he really pushed me and, and started me to think and, and change some things. And then I got in a mentoring program that the university had uh, for uh, the future leaders of the organization. Here I was working at a university with over 100 credit hours and no degree. So <laughs> she pushed me to go back and finish my degree, which I did. Yeah. And, uh, you know, again, that boosted my confidence and, and helped me out a little bit. So. Uh, things kind of came together a little bit later in that regard, so it was not a traditional route. Uh, I learned from the trenches, and so every day when I'm looking at things now, I look back at, at different components of, of where I was, and I've always tried to pass that on. Uh, I try to mentor people now, uh, you know, with my team, and uh, that's something that's a very, very rewarding component. And I've had, you know, a lot of people leave to go on to bigger jobs, and, uh, you know, I'm proud of that. I don't look at it, uh, you know, as like I've got a lot of turnover, because actually where I am here, we don't have a lot of turnover, mm -hmm. um, but there's been a few people that go on to, to bigger jobs, and at the university, that same thing happened. Also had people that came back and yeah. said, you know, that grass wasn't all that green. So, <laughs> you know, that was, uh, I've always thought that was kind of, of a of a good sign, I guess, you know, if they wanted to come back and work for me, maybe I was doing something right. Yeah. It, it seems like the, um, the experience you had at Uni University of Kentucky, especially in, uh, you know, having the mentors, but then also having to do that, that soul searching, that that really kind of puts you in a good place to, to step into the role at Comanche where, you know, you had – there had been all this turnover, and you know you knew you, knew you had a, a lot of work to do with the IT staff. Yeah, and I think um, I wasn't coming in because I came in, and you're evaluating your staff. Your staff are evaluating you. And it's like yeah. I said, they'd seen a lot of people come in and out. And I've never understood people that come in, and the very first thing that they're telling me is, well, I'll come in, I'll change everything. And I'm like, well, yeah. what are you going to change? How do you know? You know, it's one thing to sit there and say, um, if I'd been uh, in a position for a long period of time and I was very intimately aware of the organization, then I had an opportunity to move up where I could make, you know, a more meaningful change. I, I, that's one thing. But to come in completely green to an area and say, well, I'll change everything, I think sometimes that, you know, that can have a really negative effect on your staff. I had a staffer who were very, very good, very smart, um, cared about what they did. They just didn't have support. Um, you know, there were a few people that made changes and, and that, you know, maybe this wasn't the right fit for them, but initially coming in, I didn't know any of that. So that's why I had to sit down and be, be very cognizant of, of those people because I remember over the years being there and having people come in and going, everything you're doing is wrong, and, and you're like, wow, that's, that's really kind of demoralizing because you've been working so hard and doing everything and then have somebody come in who's never been there and and start, you know, beating you down even further. That that doesn't win you any any uh, influence or friends and I, I just don't believe in that that type of uh of style to do that. I mean, I, I get change and that I knew we needed to make wholesale changes here, but I had no idea what they were. Yeah. And that's why we had to do the assessment so that I could sit down and, and make a a good, thorough plan with both my staff and with uh, the administration and the organization, you know, something that we could all accomplish correctly. Yeah. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes 
at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.